Welcome, everyone. We're so honored to have you with us today as our special guest, and our prayer is that you have come with a hungry heart. Amen? That's right. Today, amen, we're going to be adding to what we've been ministering about, having that firm family foundation mm -hmm. inside of your life. And, you know, when it comes to that foundation, uh, Satan's not just going to sit back and let you just have everything that's good in this life. Mm -mm. He's going to try to resist you, amen. And today, we're going to be taking time to teach you how to fight in a way that you win. You're going to have to fight for your foundation because that is the launching pad that God is creating, amen, to take your life where it was uh, designed and destined to be, amen. And so we're excited about this. We're excited that you're here. If you haven't, you can go back and watch past episodes of Kingdom Concepts. And if you haven't already, we'd love to, for you to hit that like button and for you to share this. Amen. Every Monday we put out new episodes. We just began season mm. eight. Wow. And we would love to be able to cause you to be one of the first people to receive every new episode. So go ahead and hit that like button. Amen. Amen. Well, I think we have to start with our famous foundation scripture for this series, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15 through 21, and uh, let's read down the New American Standard Bible. Okay, let me go to it right now. Grab a notebook, grab Got your it. Bible. You're going to use those things, amen, during this. Be diligent to present yourself to prove to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth, but avoid worldly and empty chatter, for it will lead to further ungodliness and their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, men who have gone astray from the truth and saying that the resurrection has already taken place, and they have set the faith of some. Nevertheless, the firm foundation of God stands. Yes. Having this seal, the Lord knows whose are who are his. I love that part. I know. And everyone who knows the name of the Lord is to abstain from wickedness. Now in a large house there are not only gold and silver vessels, but also vessels of wood and earthenware. And some to honor and some to dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things, he will be a vessel of for honor, sanctified, useful to the master, prepared for every good work. Amen. So we see right here that the word of the Lord is a firm foundation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. The Bible says that the wise man built his house upon the rock. Amen. For us to build on anything other than the word of God is for us to be building on sand, mm -hmm. things that will cave in, things that are subject to change. God's word is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore because God and his word are one. Yes. And God's word endures forever. And we as believers have been called by God to build a life that's on his word. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. So if we don't have the word, then, man, we don't have faith. You know, you have to have faith. Uh, the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because he's wanting to accomplish things in our lives, but God always works with his word. You know, yeah, earlier you said, right when we started, you said that the enemy is going to come at you. The enemy's not going to allow you to have this good life, you know, and for us to have, um, you know, a firm foundation, you know, it helps us against the enemy. But what I really love is the fact that, that the Lord knew that the enemy is going to come against us. The Lord mm -hmm. knew that, um, you know, he is going to try to be wildly against us. But the Lord also knew that his word was the tool and the weapon that we needed to use against him. Um, it's, uh, I think, in Isaiah 54, 17, that talks about no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Mm -hmm. And uh, But right before it, it talks about how he has created the 
he's created the um, the weapon, the basically. The, the yes. yeah. So he's created him, but he's also given us a way to combat that, combat that, and that comes where that's where his word comes. So we not only have, we have like um, basically we have the the okay he's going to come for us but here's the weapon to come against him and if we have a foundation in his word we're not going to fail you know miss wigglesworth i always mess up his name said <laughs> that god did, one of his quotes is that god did not create us to fail mm -hmm. he created us to be children of god and as children of god we are heirs according to the promise that it is his word Amen. and man if we just get that in our foundation to that, that we have, we don't have a shifty foundation. We have a foundation that says his word is what I'm going to rely on. His mm -hmm. word is what's going to be important in my life. His word is what is going to, um, to steer my course. See, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be steered by any other way, but his word. Yeah. And you, and we overcome. The Bible yes. says that we overcome in the book of revelation. We overcome by the blood of the lamb mm -hmm. and by the word of our testimony. That's our right. testimony is about what the blood has That's done. Right. It's what the word has accomplished. Our testimony is about what happened when when God's word was applied to our lives. I mean, you think about where we were at before Christ. Mm. And it's not enough for you to be able to just know a couple of Bible verses. If you're not making a choice to live for God, mm. you know, we're gonna be no different than these two people mm. that you just read about, Hymenius and the other guy, you know, how you know they, they got away from truth. They got away from where they belonged and th the danger when people get off, when they're not strong, and when they succumb to the attacks of the enemies, is most people don't fall by themselves. They usually oh, take yeah. people mm, with them. That's right. And it's just such a terrible thing. And so that's one of the things that caused you and I to always dig in uh, to become better believers, better servants of God. You know, and again, it, it is a choice to be a vessel mm -hmm. of honor. You know, and uh, it's going to require things and. What I noticed was that immediately that, man, Satan is coming after families mm -hmm. and he's coming after people, but man, he hates the family of God. From the very beginning, when God created Adam and Eve, what God created was family. Mm -hmm. And he told them, be fruitful and multiply. And so Satan has come to try to stop that. And so he's going to do everything he can to resist us because he knows that God's desire mm -hmm. is for his glory to be upon our lives, That's upon right. our families. He, right. he wants us to accomplish great things for him, not just mm -hmm. by ourselves, but with others, and That's especially right. those that are bone of your bone, flesh of your flesh, your family. And we as people have to have a strong resolution uh, that, man, if I'm the only one serving the Lord in my That's family, right. Uh, then I'm the only one that's going to be able to withstand the enemy right now. And what's awesome is that God has given us his word, and his word is everything that we need to have victory. His word is the armor of God, you know, mm -hmm. the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, you know, all of those things, the shield of faith, and taking up the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the weapon that we use to defeat the enemy. Mm -hmm. And it is definitely the... the the material that God uses to cause us to not only have a firm foundation, but to do what you just said, to where we never have to fail mm. again mm. when we have that word. Amen. You know, and um, the scripture right here that we're about to read in Joshua, Joshua 24, 14 and 15, um, you know, because we we're talking about, you know, you being a, a family unit, a, a foundation, a family with a good foundation. Mm -hmm. And you might be watching and you might be saying, uh, you know, um, it's just me by myself and my family. It's just me. I'm, I'm a teenager. I'm the only one that believes. Mm -hmm. Or I'm, I'm the husband. I'm the only one that believes. I'm the 
grandma or the mom or whatever, the only one that believes, you know, how could I, how could I be um, enough? Let me tell you something. You are enough. Yes. You are enough. If you're the only one in your family standing, you're, you're enough. You know, I, I was picturing, um, and I'm not very good with football, so I might get this analogy <laughs> it's all right, wrong. It's all right. But, you know, in football, when I do know this. You have two, two lines, and then you have your guy that's hitting the ball, the quarterback, you know, that you're trying to defend and all that. And there's two, there's a group of, I don't know, 15 guys trying to come at this one guy to get this ball. But there's two lines of defense right there. You have a, a two, two you know, rows of defense before you get to that ball back there. And sometimes you're the only line of defense when it comes to the enemy coming. Mm-hmm. You're that line of defense. You're that one that the enemy's coming, but you're right there, you know, defending what, you're, what you have in your life. You're the, that one right now defending your family. You're that foundation right, right there, and, and you're enough. That's enough, you mm-hmm. know. And, and this scripture right here says, um, Now, therefore, fear the Lord. And serve him in sincerity and truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the line side, other side of the. Hold on, sorry, I had to put my glasses on. This is Joshua twenty-four, verse fourteen and fifteen. Yeah, it was blurry, and I didn't realize why. (laughs) (laughs) Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you shall serve. Whether the gods which um, your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. You know what I love about this is because what he's presenting, you know, here's Joshua. He's become this leader of a nation of about three million people. Moses passed away, and God used Joshua to complete that mission to bring the people into the promised land. And they've been delivered from Egypt. Egypt, you know, is where uh, Pharaoh was at. Life was hard. And, man, all of the plagues were taking place back there. But God looked out for his people. And here he brought them into the promised land. And what Joshua is doing is Joshua is drawing a line in the sand. Mm -hmm. He's Mm -hmm. telling everyone, hey, I don't know what you're going to do. He said, but I've made a decision. He said, as for me and my family, we are going to serve the Lord. And he tells them, he says, you can you can serve the gods that were on it back in Egypt, or you can serve you know the 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 God that has brought you into this promised land. You know, he says. But as for us, our decision's solid. We're going to continue to serve God. And what he was telling them was, you know what? You can live your life in a way to where you are either going to know the frogs of Egypt or the fruit of the mm. promised land. You're either mm. going to be in a place where uh, your um, your loved ones either know you know, the fruit of the frogs. And it's like he was saying, we're going to enjoy this land that we've been brought into. And and it's a choice. It's a decision. And Joshua, man, you talk about a godly man. Here's a man that did not allow fear or the, the failure of others or the success that he had to keep him from moving forward. He was strong in the Lord. And it's not that he didn't have opposition. You know, uh, I, I also but like, the man didn't have failure right. or quit inside of him. I also like that he did that he didn't go by what he saw. Mm-hmm. You know, other people saw giants. He didn't. You know, he saw he saw the same giants that other people saw, but he didn't see himself as a grasshopper in their eyes. You know, he saw himself as a child of God, while others were seeing themselves as. You know, the word says that that the other spies saw themselves. We saw ourselves as grasshoppers mm-hmm. in their eyes. I mean, that's a powerful mm. passage of Scripture. They saw themselves as grasshoppers in their eyes, but yet 
they those people that that he was pursuing assuming saw them as grasshoppers saw them as oh those are the people that that fought the battle you know <laughs> those are those people those are those mighty people we've heard about what's happening in Egypt you know and, and how you feel that others perceive you is so important so yeah. so important well because you know what you're either going to raise your family in Egypt or you're going to raise your family in the promised land mm -hmm. and that's what he was driving home was that it is a decision and as the head of your home, especially if you're a husband, man, you have a responsibility, a spiritual responsibility, mm -hmm. you know, to lead your family in righteousness. And if you're not the, the head of the home, if you're the Christian, then you are the one that has that power, mm -hmm. you know, to, to believe for your family, to stand and watch and see God do great and mighty things. But I'm telling you, we must become spiritually aggressive uh, instead of spiritually passive. That is the truth oh, right there. You, you have to have some fight inside of you. You have to want to, to win uh, in this life, and you, you have to just make sure that you don't schedule failure in your future, that you don't allow yourself to become passive to where you lose that fire, you lose that hunger, you lose that desire to, to drive forward, mm -hmm. to gain new lands, to have more victories. That's what Joshua was saying was, man, I've been, I've been working from what was the worst to what is the best, and I'm still reaching for what's the best, and I'm training my family to reach for that mm -hmm. also. That right there is a serious choice that every one of us have. I love that analogy you always use about the uh, the gangster that gets you know gets saved and they're all hard in the streets and they won't yeah. take any they won't take any you know lip from anybody <laughs> they won't take anybody from anything and and then they come into the house of God and then they get saved and all of a sudden they have feelings all of a sudden everything is offending <laughs> every everything is hurting their feelings and you you always say. Keep that toughness. Yeah. Keep that toughness. I mean, I like when you grab a purse and you do the whole analogy. <laughs> but, um, you know, what do you say that they're carrying their purse like a, their yeah, Bible like a, a purse? Yeah, it's, it's like, a, man, you got to have some, you, you, you're a warrior. Yes. We serve a, a God that is victorious. A, Jesus is undefeated, never has been defeated, never will That's be right. defeated. And he has secured us That's victory. Right. Where the Bible says, praise be to God who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ right. our Lord. And you're going to find your victory in the word. The Bible says this is what has come, overcome. How do we overcome the world? By our faith. Mm -hmm. And your faith only comes from one place, and that is the word of God. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about how the word of the Lord is that firm foundation that you build upon. You know, so you can be a vessel of honor that God can use. And we have to move into a place to where... We're as wise as serpents, but as innocent as doves. Uh -huh. And you have to have that, that element inside of you, that courage. You know, constantly you've seen the Lord when he was preparing Joshua to step into the promised land. And maybe some of you, you've gone through the wilderness. Man, you've, you've gone through Egypt, the land of not enough. You've been in the wilderness, the land of just enough. And there you are standing at the Jordan River of your life, and you see what God's promised. You see your purpose, your destiny right in front of you. You know what? The Lord's going to come, and he's going to do exactly with you what he did with Joshua. He told him over and over again, be strong mm -hmm. and be courageous. Mm -hmm. Be strong. Be very courageous. Why? Not just because he was going to go into the promised land, but God had chosen him to take other families others, with others. him. And God knew that there was going to be a fight. 
And anytime you face a, uh, you know, the, a Jordan of your life, you know, a, a, a level that you're uh, going across, a season that you're entering into, on the other, other side of every Jordan is a Jericho, mm, that's you know, and, but God's given you the ability to have victory. And I love what, this is one of my favorite scriptures, Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. Mm. And I'm telling you, you, you have to hear this because this totally, this, this verse encapsulates exactly the kind of uh, person you have to be if you're going to win the fight of faith. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. Amen. Oh. And then I love the Amplified. Mm -hmm. The Amplified says it this way. And from the days of John the Baptist until this present time, it says the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault and violent men seize it by force as a precious prize. A share in the heavenly kingdom is sought for with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. Mm -hmm. It means you're going to have to have some courage. You're going to have to have some excitement and you definitely going to have to have some victory inside of your heart. You have to see amen that what God has prepared for you it's available, it is. but Satan's going to try to keep you from possessing it. And you have to learn how to resist the devil and he so that he'll flee. flee. Amen. And we resist him in the word. Amen. And First uh, Timothy 6, 12, it says this, um, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on, etern on, on eternal life, whereunto thou art um, also called. And thou and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Right here, I think people forget fight the good fight of faith. They're just fighting. And it's not good. They're just <laughs> fighting. And and instead of fighting the good fight of faith, what is a, you always say this, Josh, what is a good fight? It's a fight that you win. It's a fight that you win. And if, so if it's a good fight of faith and we have faith, we have the word, that means that we win. That means that no matter what is happening, we win. And, and I, I love how he says, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. I don't know about you, but when people see me and see my life, I want them to know that, you know what, yes, maybe there's things in my life that I struggled with, um, you know, that things came up against me, but how are they going to remember me? Are they going to remember the battle? Are they going to remember how I came out of it? Yeah. You know, they, you know, I might come out of a battle. I might even smell like a little bit of smoke. <laughs> I might be a little tinge, but I came out, mm -hmm. you know, singe, not tinge, <laughs> but I came out, you know, and I want people to know that I fought a good fight, you know, not just, you know, fought. I want it to be a good fight, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that some people, you know, it's easy to walk into somebody's life, the chapter that they're in, and not realize there are chapters yes. that you've lived through before yes. this. There's some people that they see you living a life that they assume is a good life. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a life that they would want to have, the life that you're living. But some people will think that, oh, you always have had that. Hmm. It's like, no. What it is is that it began with you making a decision to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life mm -hmm. and you making a decision to, to invest his word into your mm -hmm. life so that you could build yourself up and become a vessel of honor, a vessel that God could prepare to be used at any time in anywhere. And Jesus, he said it right here. He says, man, if you know, the kingdom of heaven is going to suffer violence. There's going to be spiritual warfare. He never promised us there wouldn't be war. What he did promise is that no weapon formed against us would so prosper. prosper. But the enemy's still going to create weapons. And you have to understand that. And you have to understand that it's not enough for you to fight. Some people fight the devil every day, but they never win. 
Mm, you know what I'm saying? Truth. Always this, always complaint, always oh, it's always a battle, truth. always warfare, always always a challenge. You know what? When you fight to win, mm-hmm. you're going to be fighting with not in your own strength, but you're going to be fighting with the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm in your mouth and in your heart and on your mind Mm -hmm. to where like Jesus, when he was tempted of Satan in Luke chapter four, you know, every time Satan tried striking him, Jesus would respond with the word of the Lord for it is written. And him bringing the word of the Lord to the enemy, it, it put the enemy in a position to where he will always lose when he faces the word, because God will always watch over his word. The Bible says even angels hearken unto the voice of God's word. When you say what God says about you, you're going to have victory. That's right. And the enemy's not going to want to, he's not going to feel comfortable hanging around you, but you have to fight in a way to win. And, you know, one of the things that I'm not proud about is that before I got saved, I used to love fighting. I mean, I got scars all over my hands. <laughs> Mm-hmm. from fighting, you know, uh, and I didn't learn to fight when I was in a fight, man, it was me facing every foul thing, every wrong thing, and every wrong situation that was brought to me, it was me developing an attitude that I will not lose, mm-hmm. a determination that, you know what, I'm going to get better, you know, and that's what happened as I grew to a place to where, you know, uh, I, I, I was a good fighter. You know, mm-hmm. you never seen me come home. Did you ever one time see me come home and I'd been beat up? No. Not once. No, no. I was the guy that they would call when someone got beat up. Mm-hmm. Right? Every yes. time my little brother got beat up. <laughs> yes. And, and it's like when it comes to being a Christian, listen to me. Now let me just bring the redeemed side. You want to be the kind of Christian that people call when things are happening. You want to be that kind of believer that the devil doesn't, have a, a new testimony on your life. That's right. And that will only happen when you allow the word to take center stage. Amen. And there's a time when you have to war. There's a time when you're going to have to engage your enemy and the adversity that's coming against you. Um, but God promised that when enemy comes, that if you'll resist him in the word, mm-hmm. amen, He's going to flee from you. He's going to come to a place where he is not comfortable being around you because you always overcome him. You defeat him. But the reason why you see so many people defeated nowadays is because they've become complacent. You have mm-hmm. some people that just they don't read their Bibles no more. Uh, they don't have time to pray. Uh, they yeah, always they don't make time. They always have an excuse not to go to church. Yeah, and excuses always sound best to the person that's making them. You know, they're what I'm the saying? only ones that believe them. <laughs> but the, the but the results are, um, you know, you start developing a tolerance for the enemy to where you won't resist him. You'll just let him come in and steal from you. Let him destroy things, hurt your life, hurt your family, and and he can do it whenever he wants because you tolerate him. Because of complacency. Well, not only that, but a lot of times, not only have you tolerated him, not only have you allowed him, you no longer recognize him when it's the enemy. It oh. has become so familiar to you that now it becomes part of you. and You don't even recognize, no, that's the enemy. And there's other people that that's happening to. And they have recognized it's the enemy. They're fighting against the enemy. But you have become so complacent. They're just, they just allow themselves to be taken by any whim because they don't even recognize that that's the devil. Because when you tolerate the enemy, what happens is you develop... You get uh, desensitized. You, you, you develop a defeated immune system. Mm. 
to where, you know what I'm saying? To where mm, your body good. has an immune system to where when viruses come, your body has just been created to attack to those attack. viruses. But when you tolerate the enemy in your life, what'll happen is you'll come to a place to where your immune system is no longer working. It's defeated, you know? Mm, and good. when you step into that position that's really good as a believer you no longer will have the strength or the ability within yourself to deal with hardships i'm talking about enduring hardships and enduring pain you know what you're going to cave in the moment mm -hmm. the devil slaps you the moment that he just throws something at you you're just gonna you're gonna just throw everything that god's done for mm -hmm. you away and act like like he's never done well, anything uh, that's a perfect example of why you have two two people that are fighting the same battle, and one comes out a victor, and one comes still a victim. Come on now. You know, you have two people that are battling the same cancer, the same the, the same everything, but one comes out a victor, and one comes is still a victim, while this one's already victorious, already done their 10th victory lap, you know? Well, when you think about it, you know, when you have a defeated immune system, it, you know, as a Christian, it, it's, it, think about what can happen. Like if, if you, if in the natural, that if you had, uh, let's say you had a cold, and the doctor gives you antibiotics. Well, if you take those antibiotics just in little doses, not, not, not taking them every time you're supposed to, but you just take a little bit here, a little bit there, you're not taking it every day like you're supposed to. When you do that, what'll happen is your body will begin to develop a weaker resistance mm -hmm. to infection. That's true. To whereas when you are constantly feeding those antibiotics into your body uh, the right way, your immune system becomes strong. It goes out the roof to where it overcomes every virus, every sickness you know that you may be facing. And when it comes to the things of God, when we keep the word That's right. rich inside of our hearts, it's easy to overcome adversity. When Amen. it comes, it's gone as quick as it comes because your immune system to the enemy has become strong. Amen. Oh, Amen. I Amen. love this. Oh, Amen. We gave you a lot to think about. <laughs> Go back, watch it. Amen. You, you said a lot of really good stuff. And, uh, you know, if, if whatever battle you're battling right now, whatever it may be, whether physically, emotionally, spiritually, whether you're the one that's in your home standing, whatever it is, there's a foundation that God has set before the beginning of time for you. And you can find it right here in his word. Mm -hmm. Study his word. Get those scriptures that you need to stand to fight and to win the good fight of faith. Amen. Amen. We are rooting for you. We, we love you and we believe in you. And we know that what God has begun in you, he will finish. We Amen. love you and God bless you. Amen. God bless.